the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Uh, let's just forget about sports. Look, I know we have a lot of bigger issues to deal with right now, but the stupidity surrounding the Wuhan virus, Wuhan virus, has been shoved to the background. And when what we're dealing with now is over, and it will be over at some point, everybody's going to be facing it again. I came across the uh, the CDC's guidelines for sports for when kids go back to school. And it's as stupid as anything we've seen the last two months. Uh, Here's some of it. If organizations are not able to keep in place safety measures during competition, for example, maintaining social distancing by keeping children six feet apart at all times, they may consider dropping down a level and limiting participation to within-team competition only. For example, scrimmages between members of the same team or team-based practices only. So let's bring the kids back. And have no games, but just nothing but practice and keep them six feet apart. That'll work. Uh, um, and if you bring them back and you're going to play games, how do you keep the pitcher, I'm sorry, the batter and the catcher six feet apart in a baseball game? Just wondering. Then it goes on to assessing, assessing risk. The way sports are played and the way equipment is shared can influence the spread of COVID-19 among players. Now, keep in mind, we, we, we told you last week, multiple countries have found that kids do not transfer this disease and they don't suffer major symptoms, that 99.9% of them have no problems with it. So anyway, uh, when you are assessing the risk of spread in your sport, consider... Physical closeness of players and the length of time that players are close to each other or to staff. Sports that require frequent closeness between players may make it more difficult to maintain social distancing. You think? Playing basketball. When you play a man-to-man defense and stay six feet away. Um, For close contact sports, wrestling and basketball, play may be modified to safely increase distance between players. How are you going? (laughs) Somebody wrote this and said, wrestling, you can figure out a way to modify it to keep them six feet apart. How do you keep two wrestlers six feet apart and have them wrestle? Who writes this stuff? And then there's this. For example, players and coaches can focus on individual skill building versus competition. Yeah, kids like that. Limit the time players spend close to others by playing full contact only in game time situations. Decrease the number of competitions during a season. Yeah, I gotta, can't play too many games. Coaches can also modify practices so players work on individual skills rather on competition. Yeah, go over there and stand over there and dribble. That'll be a lot of fun. Coaches may also put players into small groups, it says cohorts here, that remain together and work through stations rather than switching groups or mixing groups. Yeah, you don't want to mix them up because, you know, COVID-19. The amount of necessary touching of shared equipment and gear, that's something to keep in mind because it's also possible, you know, like balls, bats, rackets, it's also possible the person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or object that has the virus on it. Now, the CDC just came out, I swear, a few weeks ago and said that they're finding that the virus does not get transferred on surfaces. But apparently that changes every other day. Minimize equipment sharing and clean and disinfect shared equipment between use by different people to risk the use, uh, risk, to reduce the risk of COVID-19. Uh, I had somebody say to me today that, uh, that a, uh, they were talking to a, an athletic director and one of the concerns about football is uh, that when you play football, I'm not kidding, that when you play football, that you, you would have to switch the football after every play because multiple people have touched it. Quarterback hands the ball off to the running back. He gets tackled. That ball has to go out and be sanitized and a new ball put in the game. Just keep that in mind. Also, ability to engage in social distancing while not actively engaged in play. That, uh, example, during practice on the sideline or in the dugout, During times when players are not actively participating in practice or competition, attention should be given to maintaining social distancing by increasing space between players on the sideline, dugout, or bench. They aren't saying anything about masks here, at least. I haven't seen that. 
But this is what you want to do. You want to have them six feet apart on the dugout or on the bench. What planet are these people on that they would believe that anybody would want to play any sport under those conditions? Just forget it. You know, maybe they could just play the games on city streets. Social distancing doesn't seem to be a problem there. What insanity. Anyway, when we come back, David Horowitz on why Trump is going to win big in November, despite what's been going on the last three months. Stick around. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Pittsburgh.com. Windows are us, Pittsburgh.com. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue, and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book, Gold is a Better Way, owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt, and global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Text GOLD to 49776. That's the word GOLD to 49776. Learn why gold will outperform pumped-up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Text the word GOLD to 49776. It's time to stop being crazy. Text GOLD to 49776. I love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all. The lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is the DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park, Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. License in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it's been a while since any president has had to deal with anything like what President Trump's been dealing with for the last three months, especially uh, in an election year. 
Good thing for him he's running against a guy who doesn't know what day it is. But uh, David Horowitz is a New York Times best-selling author and the founder of the David Horowitz Freedom Center in Los Angeles. His new book is Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. David, thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me. So uh, your book uh, has just been released, uh, and it's called uh, Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. So I assume that what's been going on for the last week uh, you didn't get around to covering in your book. So does what President Trump is going through now make you any less confident than your title would indicate? No, on the contrary, my book is a guide to what's happening now. Shows how the Democrat Party has gone off the rails. It's a racist party. It uses race as a weapon. It's anti-American. It it created a resistance uh, to to a president who was duly elected. That's secession. That hasn't happened since 1860. Um, I prefer the word treason to what the Democrats are doing. And you can see it in our cities right now. First of all, Every city erupting in this country is a Democrat-controlled city. Minneapolis, where George Floyd was killed, 100% controlled by the Democratic Party. The police chief is black. The attorney general is black and was a former head of the DNC. The city council has 13 members, 12 Democrats, and one Green Party member. If you have a complaint, the only people who have a direct influence on the police department in Minneapolis, are Democrats, and they yep. want to blame Trump. Like they I've blame been saying Trump that for, for a long time. Yeah, Democrat and, and, governors it, control the con- coronavirus. Our health systems are state-run. Trump had no influence over the, the treatment of the virus. His, his only role was to supply ventilators and other supplies, which he did in spades. So every coronavirus death that's Trump, 100,000 of them, you can blame on the Democrats. They, you know, and the Democrats were jailing people um, two weeks ago for strolling on the beach if there was more than 10 of them, or strolling in parks trying to open their barbershops. Now there's thousands of people, mobs, blocking up these civic centers and streets, and you don't hear a word about the dangers of social distancing. Exactly. News just now is Trump pulled out of North Carolina. Here down in Brazil, going on about the virus again. The Democrats are not, you know, it's the ends justify the means. The issue is never the issue for them. The issue is always getting rid of Trump and turning the country into a socialist gulag. Anyway, that's what my book Blitz is about. (laughs) How the Democrats weaponize race. You mentioned Minneapolis. Uh, they, what you said about the Democrats, uh, they've been in control there since 1973. So it's not like they just took yeah. over and then the problems well, came up. That's true of all those cities. Yep. 50 years, you know, New York probably has the most recent Republican when Giuliani was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, all these cities, they have 100% controlled by the Democrat Party and have been for 50 to 100 years. Every injustice, if you like, every oppression, every killing field, every school system that doesn't teach, that ruins the lives of black and Hispanic uh, poor children in the inner cities is 100% the responsibility of the Democrat Party. And Republicans are too damn chicken to ever mention this. I used to say they're too polite. The only one who does is Trump. Part of my book, Blitz, recounts uh, the fight between Trump and Elijah Cummings. Elijah Cummings was the head of the Oversight Committee, and he was badgering uh, Trump's acting head of uh, Homeland Security over the borders. And Trump went right back at him and said, your district is uh, hell for the people who live in it. It's rat-infested. All of this is true crime-infested. Elijah Cummings made a hundred, made a million dollars, had a million dollar fortune when he died. He was praised by the press, of course, as a champion of civil rights. But what he really was was an oppressor of black people in Baltimore. Fifteen billion dollars in federal funds went into Baltimore. Whose pockets did it go into? It certainly didn't go into the pockets of the poor. 
this is an amazing, you know, immense scandal that Republicans are scared to touch because they don't want to be called racist. Americans have to stop fearing the, the, this is not a racist country. Now, if you look at the statistics, um, a black person, an unarmed black person is as likely to be killed by police as to be struck by lightning. It almost never happens. There were 10 million arrests in America last year. 19 whites, unarmed whites were killed, nine blacks. That's the reality. The, the fact is that minority cops, black cops, kill black suspects in much greater numbers than white cops do. There is no race problem. Hey, hey David, in your book, you hey, include the nine can... biggest dangers the left poses. Can you run down a, run a few of those bias, the nine well, biggest dangers? I have in front of me. I haven't memorized them. But the left is a seditious... They hate America. They want, they want to establish a socialist gulag. I have a chapter in my book called Green Communism. Again, Republicans are so polite, they call it socialism. It's not socialism. Part of the Green Deal, Green New Deal, is the confiscation within 10 years, because of course the planet will disappear if we don't do it, within 10 years of 276 million automobiles, gas automobiles. <laughs> Every, yeah, everybody owns a car. They're going to come and take it away from you. You think you can do that without instituting a police state? You can't. And they say so. When you ask the Green New Deal people how they're going to carry out their plan, they say, well, and, and pay for it. We did it in World War II, so we're going to have military rule. Why aren't Republicans calling out these people for what they are? You know, I grew up in the left. My parents were communists. That's how I understand where the left is at. It's not hard to read. This Antifa, which is supported by Soros, who owns the Democratic Party, and by the Democrats. Uh, actually, Keith Ellison, the Attorney General of uh, Minnesota, is an Antifa supporter. But if you read... You can get for 99 cents on Amazon, you can get the Antifa It's a very boring academic book, but what it tells you is that in their minds, the government will not protect you against white supremacists and fascists, which is you and me, which is everybody who voted for Trump. So they're going to take the law into their own hands. They're vigilantes. They train in military fashion. They murdered people. Um, they murdered people in, the, in these recent riots and blow up things. And they're an international, they actually are a fascist communist organization. So that's the threat. Uh, yeah, uh, the David, President. The party is the Ilhan Omar, she raises money for terrorists. She's a Jew-hating, America-hating jihadist. Uh, not to mention she's a felon. Uh, Omar... She sits on the Foreign Affairs Committee. How is that possible? She has the top security clearance. The Democratic Party is a threat to America. And people have to wake up to that. And anyway, my book, Blitz, gives you chapter and verse of why that's the case. Um, so i got to ask you, um, President Trump is a billionaire. Why do so many other billionaires hate him? Yeah, because there's not a kind of class solidarity among billionaires. Just in Bernie Sanders' communist fantasies, are billionaires uh, conservatives. <laughs> I mean, most of the billionaires you see are supporting, but they're bailing out the uh, rioters. What does that tell you? Biden staffers are collecting money to bail out the looters and the rioters. The people that got arrested. Uh, Silicon Valley is all in the pockets of the Democrat Party. Although the Democratic Party is so ruthless, I mean, it's going to cause them a lot of trouble anyway. Well, you know, President Obama is delivering an address to the country today. What's what's he been up to the last yeah. three and a half years? And, and uh, it hasn't. He's, he's been in the background, but he's behind the coup against Trump. I mean, unfortunately, this is drowning out the investigation that shows 
that the whole case against Trump, the, the attempt to impeach him, not only was it based on false claims of collusion with Russia, but everybody involved knew it was false when they did it. That's, that's Comey. It's the, all the intelligence heads that Obama, all the changes that he appointed to run the intelligence agencies and then to run them against, against his political rival. That's the worst thing that's happened politically. It's the, uh, in my book, I call it the worst crime committed against America since the Civil War. And actually, the civil, the, the, the secessionists in the Civil War, the Confederacy, were, were more honest than these Democrats. They did it surreptitiously. They perverted and distorted our institutions to do it. And it's terrible what Obama's done. And he did it in part. The reason they went after General Flynn was because Flynn had been, you know, Obama's director of national intelligence. And he knew what Obama had done with Iran. Obama's a traitor. Obama, if Franklin Roosevelt gave nuclear weapons and hundreds of billions of dollars to Hitler, what would we call him? But that's exactly what Obama did with a regime that's killed thousands of Americans. Every wounded warrior you see on TV was blown up by an Iranian IED. And Obama, uh, Bush had isolated them and put sanctions on them. And Obama welcomed the community of nations and lined their pockets with unmarked 200 billion unmarked bills delivered on pallets. I mean, he gets a free ride because he's black. If there's skin privilege in America, it goes to black people for crying out tears. No white president could have got away with that. We're, we're talking to David Horowitz. He's the author of Blitz. Trump will smash the left and win. Um, so what, what would you expect uh, Trump to do Differently in his second term, and and, and uh, well, somebody's got to re- somebody's got to rebuild the economy. Uh, I, I believe Trump would have done without these riots tremendous things for the black community. The, the Democrats won't do. The Democrats can't fix the inner cities because they own the inner cities. Why are the schools so bad? It's because of the communist teaching unions. 25% of the delegates to the Democrats National Convention are teacher union members. The Democrats won't do anything to disturb the system of exploitation and oppression of inner-city black kids. All they want is more money, which is, you know, like, in, I forget the exact statistics, but Baltimore is a typical city they get... Uh, one and a half times the per pupil spending. I'm spending like fifteen thousand uh, dollars a pupil, and they have you know, the worst results in the country. In in Washington D.C., they pay thirty thousand or thirty thousand dollars per child. You know, you have ten kids in a class, you got three hundred thousand dollars, and they can't teach them. You have 20 kids in the class, you have $600,000 for one class. And they, well, they don't teach them. And you can't, you can't fire bad teachers. That's uh, the problem I, with police, too. You can't fire bad police because of the unions. Right. Hey, David, I'm, I'm running short on time. I want to ask you, uh, the book is Blitz, Trump Will Smash the Left and Win. Was draining the swamp ever possible, and how much of it has he actually been able to drain, and can he drain it in the future? i got about a minute. I've been in politics 60 years. I'm shocked by how horrible and corrupt it all is. I'm, I'm shocked by the trillions of dollars that Bush and Clinton, Obama allowed the Chinese and the Europeans to steal from us that Trump has reversed. I think he's done amazing things in fighting the swamp. Um, I don't know that he can drain it, but he's the only one who's going to try. I tell you that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My book is—it's is, a guide to what's happening now. 
you can fill in the blanks of what's happening today from my book, Blitz. Well, hey, hey, David, good luck with the book. I appreciate you being on. Blitz, Trump will smash the left and win. I know I'm uh, hoping you're right, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here, but it's uh, you know, five months away. People want to be safe. That's why they that's why they supported Trump on borders and that's why they'll support him on civil peace. And they understand that the Democrats they don't want peace in the streets and they don't want borders. David, hey, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you. And we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Minnesota Attorney General Ellison says arrest warrants have been issued for three officers that have been newly charged in George Floyd's death. The three stood by while Officer Derek Chauvin pinned Floyd's neck against the street. The charges will be aiding and abetting second-degree murder. Chauvin, initially charged with third-degree murder, has now been charged with second-degree murder. The Senate Judiciary Committee has begun its hearings on an alleged FBI effort to derail the Trump campaign in 2016. Day one of the hearings featuring testimony from former Assistant Attorney General Rod Rosenstein. U.S. businesses lost 2.8 million jobs in May, significantly less than the 9.3 million job losses that were expected. Stocks closing higher, the Dow gained 527 points, the Nasdaq was up 74. This is SRN News. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Jay Sekulow and crew sees a deeper dive into unmasking. Mike Flynn's unmasking request. And, and now we have a U.S. attorney who's being tasked with specifically looking at this issue. What this breaking news tells me is the significant focus that the Attorney General Bill Barr is putting on this. And I've got to tell you, I think there are going to be indictments and prosecutions that come out of this. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 6, right before Larry Elder at 7, on AM 1250, The Answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital-grade, EPA-registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today. Allegheny County's economy has been hard hit by the coronavirus pandemic. It's struggling to meet its revenue needs. Mandatory lockdowns and government designated non-essential businesses have produced a massive surge in unemployment. Scholars at the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy say the county may have to tap fund reserves and resort to furloughs to make ends meet. Learn more about this and other topics at AlleghenyInstitute.org. Now celebrating 25 years of proposing sound public policy prescriptions. AM 1250 and FM 92.5, The Answer. WPGP, A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. 
Good afternoon. Delays continue on the Parkway East. It's jammed on 376 outbound between Bates Street and the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Also, the Parkway West is jammed on 376 inbound between 19 and the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Just volume delays there. We have an accident in Plum on New Texas Road at Old Leechburg Road, and there are delays around it. Also, an accident in New Versailles. This is Route 30 right at Isaac Street. That area jammed as well. I'm Ann Evans. That's a look at your traffic. AM 1250, the answer. Weather. Good evening, shower or thunderstorm, otherwise clouds for tonight, low 65. Clouds and some sun with a shower or thunderstorm Thursday, high 80. Thursday night, evening clouds, low 65. Friday, clouds and some sun with a shower or thunderstorm, high 84. And for Saturday, a shower or thunderstorm early, then clouds and sun, high 82. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, now seems like a perfect time to talk to my next guest. It's uh, Cynthia, Cynthia Garrett, author of a book called I Choose Victory, Moving from Victim to Victor. She was the first black woman to host a network late-night talk show back in 1999 called Later with Cynthia Garrett. She uh, hosts a se- uh, show now called Sessions with Cynthia Garrett on TBN. The book is about how she defeated victimhood with what's happening in the country right now. There are a lot of people feeling like victims. Cynthia, thanks for being here. John, nice to be here. Thank you for having me. So how can the message of your book be applied to what's going on right now? Oh, boy, that's a, that is a big question. I've, I've got to tell you, when I, when I wrote this book, I never thought that we would be spending all of 2020 uh, feeling more victimized than we've ever felt in our lives, right? Uh, I think, in all honesty, it's a daily choice. You know, I, you can feel like a victim when there's nothing bad going on, and you can feel like a victim when there's a whole lot of bad things going on. Um, it's really a daily choice that that every individual needs to make, and you know, it, I, I don't I don't make that statement without a sensitivity to the fact that. Most people do not choose to be victims. They just don't know how to choose victory. So, no. how fine? So, how fine is the line? And I'm talking about young black people now because of what's you know happening yeah. in the country right now. How yeah. fine is the line between thinking you're a victim and actually being one? Man, I mean, I it can be a very thin line, right? But <clears throat> and the and reality is that. You know, what's happening now in our country, I, I think, is victimization on display. And the reality is that you don't ever want to really walk around displaying victimization in this way because vic- victims making more victims, it doesn't help anybody. You know, it, it, we're, we're kind of going nowhere fast. And that, to me, is what happens with the person that's kind of stuck on a treadmill in a victim's narrative. You're, you're running around in circles of pain, and you're not going anywhere. And eventually you get consumed by anger and blame, and anger and blame are there to consume you. They're not, you know, so as you're out kind of inflicting your pain and your anger and blame on the world around you, all you're doing is just you're just making more of a mess of your own life. And it saddens me to see what's going on because I, I think – that the chaos is eclipsing, you know, uh, a lot of beautiful protests that that were happening and, and that have happened. And, and that's, that doesn't honor anybody's life. You know, it, it, it doesn't prove that black lives matter. It, it just clouds the narrative and the dialogue that we, so that we need to be having. So what are the manifestations then of, from what's going on now of victimhood? What's the most common manifestation we see in, in the scene that's you know, gripping the country right now? Anger, you know, anger and pain, blame, um, sort of an, an avoidance. You know, it's like you get so consumed with anger, pain and blame that you, you can't rationally stop and say to yourself, hey, wait a minute. First of all, do two wrongs ever make a right? No. Secondly, is, is my going out and making victims out of other people by burning down their businesses or stealing from them going to help me in the long run? No. You know, is my, is my inability to look at myself 
you know, and to, and to try to ask myself what choices I can make, you know, is that helping anybody most, most of all me? No. I, I mean, there's a lot of no's, you know, here as answers to those questions, John. And, and, you know, it just, it's a mess out there, you know, it's a mess out there, but it's usually a mess out there when it's a mess inside of each individual person. And, you know, I try to deal with this in my book by looking at the many war zones of our life that we live in, you know, and it starts with the personal war zone, you know, and each person's got to look at their own personal set of circumstances that contribute to them feeling and living and reacting and behaving in ways that lead them to a, a failure in the second war zone of their lives, which is the spiritual war zone, right? I mean, we all, we all have a battle with faith in these kind of moments. We all have a battle with what's right and what's wrong in these kind of moments. And when people aren't willing to really go to war against their own personal circumstances, telling them that they're a victim and that they need to live in the wrong way and react in wrong ways, and they're, and they're really not willing to look at themselves on a spiritual level and go to battle in a spiritual war zone that tells them that there's nothing wrong in life. Do what you want to do. You know, you can't help but have a political war zone that looks the way that it does. You know, we're a nation of people that won't do the work on themselves as individuals. And, and this is where you end up, you know, and, and that's a bigger dialogue that nobody wants to have because we started stripping prayer and got out of our schools years ago and nothing's gotten better. Things have gotten worse. And what, uh, what would be uh, your personal war zone that led to you writing this book? It was a story about how you uh, emerged out of victimhood. Well, you know, because it's funny, and I always say I could be the poster child for any movement today. I was sexually abused repeatedly as a little girl. Uh, by the time I was a teenager, I was raped twice. Um, I'm a, a cancer survivor. I was in a brutally and physically abusive first marriage, um, you know, to, to a man that, you know, when I left him, I was a single mom for years. And, you know, because I was trying to get on my feet, had to go and get on welfare for a year and a half. And my mother was not happy with that because I have a degree in law from the University of Southern California. And she said, no child of mine should be on welfare. And I said, but I need a leg up, not a handout. I'll be here one year. And in one year, I built a career and started my television career. And, you know, John, I, I got to tell you, you know, it, it's, I always say, and I'm a cancer survivor. I don't know if I mentioned that. So yeah, I always did, yeah. say, yeah, you know, I always say, look, I know what it's like to feel like a victim. There are some days I wake up and I am tired. I'm a black woman. I have dealt with marginalization and harassment from secular Hollywood for years. I get it. I get the anger. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to get up and take that victim's narrative and embrace it as my own. My, my father became the first black man to own banks in America, white banks, actually, in America. He did it in the early 60s in the southern state of Texas. He did it by disguising himself as a chauffeur or a janitor to get into his own board meetings. There is a movie called The Banker that's on Apple TV that is airing right now about my dad's life. And there's, there's victimizing drama that even surrounds the making of the movie because I looked up. 30 years after my sexual abuse as a child and realized that my abuser had gone on to steal my family's life story and make a movie about it. Oh boy. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, you know, victimization after victimization, but I'm proud of my father's achievements and the film does him justice. It does not do my mother justice because she is not portrayed in the movie, but I will say all of that to say this my father, when he died in, at the end of 1999, going into the year 2000, he said to me, baby girl, stuff in life is going to happen. The color of your skin will be a problem. The fact that you're a woman will be a problem and people will try to victimize you because of those things. But when something happens to you that tries to cast you in the role of victim, you take 20 minutes and you cry and you grieve and you get it out of your system. But after 20 years, you're a fool. Because all of us have to take the hand that life has given us, and we have to play it to the best of our ability. So I am saddened because I, it angers me to see young 
black children and a lot of young white kids and Antifa groups and all kinds of agitators out there co-opting what should be a very powerful message of change. Instead, it's being turned into a selfish agenda driven by greed, and it's just awful. And I think the only thing worse are the many celebrities offering to pay bail, because as a black mom... It, I, that angers me that some other woman would sit in her ivory tower and encourage my 14 or 15 year old child to go out and loot and steal when she probably would never have to have hers go loot and steal. And especially when that looting and stealing may mean that they get shot. Like I mm-hmm. am so upset with Hollywood for sending that message out. I think it's disgusting and it doesn't care about black lives. It shows how no. completely out of touch they are with reality. It's virtue signaling. We're talking completely. to us, Cynthia, Cynthia Garrett. Uh, her book is is uh, is called uh, how, "It's about how she defeated um, uh, victimhood," and it's called "I Choose Victory: Moving from Victim to Victor." I, I took some heat this weekend, uh, Cynthia, for writing in a column. The whole column wasn't about this, but I, it was part of it. Uh, I wrote in a column uh, that this tweet by LeBron James. Uh, this is what I, um, I, from what I said, what he said, uh, and I said in my column that uh, James immediately d- tweeting this following the killing of George Floyd was counterproductive. And here was his tweet: uh, "We're literally hunted," and he has it in capital letters. Every every day slash every time, in all in caps, we step foot outside the comfort. Of our homes. That's what he's. That's what he said, and he was praised for for saying it. Am I wrong to say that that's counterproductive? It is. It, it's counterproductive because, and I and I understand this one. You know, John. It's like I get where he's coming from. I get. Mm-hmm. I get how he may feel. You know, especially from where he comes from. But the yeah. reality is that one thing I realize with a podium and a platform and a megaphone, and he certainly has a, a huge podium and a huge platform and a great big old giant megaphone, is that there's a lot of weight and responsibility that you need to realize that you have to actually make things go well or make things go wrong. And I, for one, feel like, and I was raised to try to always make things go right, try to lead people in the right way. Don't just react in your anger because in your anger in a moment, you might set the whole house on fire. And unfortunately, a lot of that has gone on here. And I I do wish that he would have responded in a way that would have helped a lot of other young black people, you know, stop and figure out what the, how do you really bring about change? You know, Martin Luther King protested peacefully his whole life. I mean, he died for his for, for our cause, right? And he would not have advocated this at all. I know that no. for a fact because my father would not advocate what's going on at all. Uh, um, uh, as a as a, I know I'm saying this as a white guy, so I always have to worry about that because you know you always when you're a white guy and you're talking about race, everything you say could be held against you by somebody. Uh, And sometimes it's it's said innocently or maybe out of ignorance because you're not a black guy. But um, here's something that I haven't seen. I I, I mean, that doesn't mean it hasn't been said, but I've missed it. If I'm, if, if would it would be better for someone in, in, uh, like LeBron James or someone in his position to say, he could say what he just said there. We're literally hunted every day. If that's the way he feels, especially at the moment, you know, immediately after it happened. But I haven't seen anybody say, say, here is a really good way to avoid uh, having a bad experience with a policeman. Don't right. commit a crime. Um, right. You know, don't, don't, uh, don't uh, j- carjack somebody. Don't murder somebody. I mean, whatever, whatever the crimes are that are out there, and, and even the more minor stuff. Don't commit yeah. a crime. You won't. You won't have. You, you can go through life, and you know you're going to. As a black guy, I know it's different. You're going to be many times. I'm sure it's happened to LeBron James, where he's been suspected of doing something only because he's black. But when right. you are living with that situation, it's even more incumbent upon you to don't 
commit a crime so that you don't have to deal with these cops who you don't think treat you very well. It, it, it's, it well, seems pretty odd. Yeah. But I don't hear anybody saying that, Cynthia. Yeah, it, it's I, you're right, because I think what happens is, you know, first of all, what we see is just, you know, and what we saw, obviously, with this George Floyd video is just such, it's so brutal and so mm-hmm. hard for all of us, you know, black and white and brown and yellow and, you know, every other color to actually process that it, it's, I think it's really, it took a lot of people and has taken a lot of people back. But the reality is, you know, I, my mom and dad, I'm the oldest of six kids. So there are, there, there's me and my baby sister and, and we have four brothers. And then I have a couple other half blood brothers. All of my brothers have been face down in the street before with LAPD, you know, guilty mm-hmm. of being black only. However, yeah. they, you know, they were eventually, you know, let up and, and, could proceed forward because they weren't doing anything wrong. And hey, hey, now, Cynthia, I'm sorry to that's a, I'm sorry to interrupt you on a good point you're making there, but I'm up against a hard break, and you work in TV. You know how that works. Yes, so, sir. Yeah, <laughs> I have I have to go. Thanks, thanks for being here. The book is "I Choose Victory: Moving from Victim to Victor." Cynthia Cynthia Garrett. Thanks a lot. Thank you, John. You have a blessed day. Okay, we'll be right back. about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784 884 1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Have you been putting off opening your retirement account statements because you're afraid of what you might see? If you were caught in the recent correction... You know that watching your savings evaporate in the market is devastating. We're the Retirement Income Store, and our message is clear. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth. There is another more conservative way to plan for income without all the risk, using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the Retirement Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our Retirement Income kit with five educational tools including david scranton's best-selling book 888-888-4176 the retirement income store where retirees go for income call 888-888-4176 now we're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days windows or us pittsburgh is no different this is john steigerwald when it comes to working around your home windows or us remains committed to the safety of you and your family for roofs gutters and downspouts siding and of course windows windows or us pittsburgh can answer the call with over 50 years of home remodeling experience windows or us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company and all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines if you've had damage you may be eligible for free repair or replacement visit windows or us pittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers you'll love their no pressure approach no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry from a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty why pay double trust the area's premier exterior replacement company that's windows or us pittsburgh.com windows or us pittsburgh.com with all that's going on right now the last thing you want to do is add to your stress but credit card debt does that doesn't it even though these are hard times and credit card debt can add up you don't have to tackle it alone Nonprofit trinity debt management can help 
Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees, and drastically reduce your interest. You'll pay thousands less than you originally owed. It's not a loan. It's a way to become debt-free and possibly improve your credit score. So call Trinity and talk to a certified counselor. They'll explain their proven program to you with no pressure, just practical solutions and hope for tomorrow. Take away this added stress today and be there for your family. If you're ready to pay off credit cards in less time for less money, then pick up the phone and call for a free no-obligation debt analysis and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, we started with a little sports. We'll end with some sports. Uh, Drew Brees opened up a can of worms for himself today. He said uh, he still would uh, not uh, want to hear about anybody kneeling during the national anthem. Uh, there's been a lot of talk uh, since uh, the uh, incident in Minneapolis that uh, Colin Kaepernick was right and that now people need to let uh, players kneel during the national anthem because of the uh, message that they're sending. And uh, Drew Brees said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America. Let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the anthem is played and when I look at the flag. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army, one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country. Here's the thing about the the anthem. Um, It's meant as a way to show unity and to honor the flag and the country. And if you disagree with that, that's fine. You can't have it. There are two choices for me. You have the anthem. And everybody stands up and shuts up and does what you're supposed to do and what's expected of you when they play the anthem, or you don't play the anthem. You can't have individual, What you know, Colin Kaepernick wants to kneel. What if somebody else uh, wants to uh, do some kind of a demonstration for his uh, uh, pet political peeve? And so it's going to be a bunch of people standing around demonstrating. That's not why they play the anthem. Stop playing it or do what you're supposed to do when they play it or shut up. I don't know. I don't think it's that complicated. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Today's Wednesday. See you Thursday. The John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.